0: Welcome to the other party at vibe. Vibe. Well, you know we getting, let it come, alive.
1: come alive. And you know the time yeah. hey it's Chris and welcome to the after party this is gonna be an interesting episode let me just break down what we're gonna be talking about number one I got an announcement for you guys it's exciting I kind of previewed it the other day we're gonna get to that first um I guess I have a, another sort of announcement Uh, or maybe it's more like a proclamation, Um, just something, you know, about the future of the channel, kind of want to talk about, a little itch, um, thinking about scratching, and, oh yeah, we'll talk about the video that came out this week, it was an interesting one, there were some interesting reactions, and then we're going to get into the Apple stuff. Um, Today I want to talk about Apple Watch 6 rumors, because they interest me greatly, and also uh, there's a rumor about a Peloton bike with with integrated Apple Watch integration, I guess. (laughs) which uh, you guys have been hearing me talk about exercise stuff. I, I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up uh, by talking about that and who knows what else we'll talk about along the way. It's always sort of a, a choose your own adventure, right? Okay, let's get to the announcement first. What is the announcement? It's simply this. we now have an official discord community and I didn't set this up. Um, I helped, but I have to give a huge shout out to Alex. Alex is somebody who's been watching the channel, watching the content. Since around 10,000 subscribers, and I think even before is what he told me. Alex is from the UK, uh, which is cool. Where We're really a global community, you know, this community of technicians, and uh, reached out and said, hey, I spent some time putting together a Discord server, um, you know, if you want to use it, and if you don't, fine. And that's something that I had been wanting, you know, to do anyways. to be honest, I didn't know a lot about it. But I knew some other people had set up some Discord stuff. And um, just having a place for the community to connect with each other that's outside of the comment section. Because there's just a million reasons why that's a good thing. It just seemed like a really good idea. And I just have to say thank you to Alex and applaud the initiative. uh, Because Alex came in and when I looked at what Alex had set up... Uh, I was blown away. Um, the thought that went into it, uh, the creativity, and this really looks like a fun place to hang out. I'm talking about for me, but also for you guys too. So you gotta gotta get in. This is the official like announcement. Maybe we'll call this like the pre-release announcement because I'm gonna let you guys in on it first. Uh, the podcast listeners. There you go. I do that sometimes. Um, give you guys the first heads up. And so I'm going to leave the link for this where you can sign up down in the podcast description. It's free. Like you don't have to do anything. You don't pay or anything. You go in. There's a new member section. You introduce yourself. The Nitro Coffee Bot is going to say hello and tell you what's going on. And then you can also get <laughs> acquainted with the Indy Minio Bot. Uh, this is a really uh, a fun place. But, you know, you can connect with the social feed. And, and it's a good place to just like all in one place to stay up to date with everything daily tech you can uh come in and chat in the general section you can introduce yourself you can talk about school you can talk about after party ideas you know if you have some ideas for the podcast and you guys you know want to hear something specifically talked about on this show there's a place where you can submit ideas there's a video ideas section i'd love to hear from you guys we can talk about memes we can talk about gaming there's a little tech support section um, if you guys have some questions. People are always asking me. I just had a tweet the other day. Please don't think of me as tech support because I don't have time and I often don't know the answer and uh, you know, people DM me all the time on Twitter, on Instagram with tech questions. I-, I just can't answer them all. I wouldn't have time if I wanted to, but here's a place where you can come and ask those kind of questions and let the community uh, help you out. Uh, We can talk about tech news. There's Apple purchases. Uh, You can showcase your setup. You know, we used to have a a thing on the channel where I would show off Apple setups. And, you know, I know people loved it. I still get requests all the time. Can you bring that show back? But it just wasn't doing good in the views. And it was hard to justify spending my time creating that when it just wasn't, you know, hitting in the views department. Which I'm sad about too because I liked it. And it was fun because it was like community- uh, powered. You know, you guys would send me your pictures, I would talk about it and it was fun. But, you know, this can have that vibe. Um and you can still, you know, show stuff off and get feedback and we can talk about home screens, wallpapers. If you want to talk about jailbreak stuff, I'm not huge into jailbreak, but we can put it on here. You guys can check it out. Uh we'll talk about iOS and iPads, Mac OS, Watch OS, TV OS, even Android stuff. You wanna talk about Android? We're not gonna be exclusive to anybody. If you just wanna come in and chill if you wanna talk about music. There's just a ton of stuff that you can do here. And uh, I hope that you guys will get in there and check it out and be the first people to sort of explore and uh, and just kind of establish this community. So there it is. I will see you guys in there. I gotta launch right now. So as you guys start uh, checking it out, I'll be in there and interacting as well. So let's let's see how that goes. Um, I, I guess this is sort of a, an announcement as well, but it's something that I've been putting a lot of thought into. You guys ever have just sort of like, um, a restless feeling where you, you kind of want to do something different than what you're doing and you're not really sure what it is. And then all of a sudden it kind of hits you and you figure it out. And then you're like, well, I don't know how to do that. And you start checking into it. And the more you check into it, the more you get excited about it. I've kind of had that sort of experience happening a little bit slowly, and then all of a sudden, bam, it hit pretty fast over the last week. And that is uh, I I figured out that I really want to try my hand at making some short films. Um, I didn't really know what that even meant, Uh, you know, (laughs) short film. I'm not a cinematography person. I never went to film school. I went to school to be a graphic designer. I don't really do anything related to that these days, you know. Uh, but I, you know, I, I'm a creative person. I like to create and, I, and I like making it, you know, I like being a YouTuber, I, a professional YouTuber. I get paid, you know, to be a YouTuber. That's really awesome. I wouldn't trade that for anything. Um, and I'm not going to, by the way. Uh, but at the same time, I had this creative itch that, you know, wasn't getting scratched. And I feel like being able to produce some short films could be Uh, really just, I don't know, it's going to unleash a wave of of happiness for me, I think. The thing is, I feel like I have a lot to say, and I I want to say it in creative ways. And, you know, I've always liked music, but I never really had whatever spark was needed to to make music uh, like a full-time thing for me. So I'm just on the consumer side of that. I I enjoy music very much and just dabble around. I, I used to play the drums a little bit. Maybe someday I'll get back into that thinking about that but writing is sort of creative too it can be very creative and i used to write but i just don't have the passion to write i've always been kind of a decent artist uh but you know i'm not passionate about you know creating you know art whether it's physical art or just digital art in terms of like traditional you know here's a painting or an illustration that's what i'm talking about but there's something about you know making a short film you know I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited about it. So I've kind of been looking into it, doing some research. The more I research, the more I'm I'm in love with the idea of at least trying it out. Sometimes, you know, I've gotten ideas like this and I try something or I, I look into it and it's like, mm, it's not really for me. But I don't feel like that at all here. Uh. So technically, I was looking at it, what's a short feature film? You know, like it's really just something that's less than 40 or 50 minutes, I think. I don't know. There's some standard that the Hollywood people put out there or somebody, you know, from the feature film world put out. And it's just gotta be like under 50 minutes, I think, or something. But really, I'm just talking about making stuff that's two minutes, four minutes, eight minutes, something like that, you know, real short, um, where there's a message, where there's a story, you know, like an actual plot, and probably for our purposes, you know, because I'm gonna publish at least the first one or two, whatever, on the main channel, right? And they're gonna be tech-focused. Um, it's I, I envision something that's kind of like commentary on technology or the tech-fueled life so, very tech related stuff we can all relate to and enjoy, hopefully, but maybe a little bit more dramatic, maybe a more emotional, uh, more purposeful, thoughtful, uh, definitely creative, just to allay your fears. You know, uh, the regular content's not going anywhere. I'm still going to be talking about apps and accessories and, and doing reviews and all of that stuff, too. It's just that I would like to try uh, making something with more of a purpose, I guess. You know, I see all of these different YouTube channels, especially in tech space and camera space, you know, dabbling with like quote unquote cinematic things, whether it's color grading uh, or techniques or whatever, but I feel like it's not enough for me to slap a color grade on and do some fancy editing and stuff for a tech video, like a tech review, or an accessories video or something like, no, like I want to use those, those tools and techniques to tell a story, to make a point, to relate to people. And I, I think maybe to have a, a bigger impact too. This is something I think is very different. I was thinking about what do I really want to do? And I'm kind of thinking about sort of creating a, a different category. I don't know if you guys have seen the stuff that nerd does. Um, you probably have, because it was very popular a couple years ago especially but he was sort of doing like video essays but what he was doing was chopping up films and talking about it that's not what I want to do but the idea of a video essay is kind of interesting but maybe like a cinematic video essay that's kind of intriguing I don't see anybody really doing that where you have something to say and you're just illustrating it cinematically but a situation though that's not a story I'm also really interested in in learning how to tell interesting, compelling stories with a purpose. So yeah, been learning a little bit about Dan Harmon's story wheel, blown away, amazing. Uh, Interesting, interesting method. But even as I'm talking about it, you know, cinematic, essay. I think that's the wrong way to to do it. But I am looking at some kind of a thesis driven, which sounds really boring, but you're just gonna have a point and explain it and have some commentary, maybe some critiques on things. Uh, But, you know, maybe be a little persuasive have a message like i i do want to say certain things and some of the things that drive me like i i want to give people some hope for instance it's kind of a bleak world out there we all realize in 2020 but it'd be great to be able to produce you know a short film that people can enjoy and watch and relate to it and that at the end leaves them with some hope that's a goal of mine and can i do that and talk about technology at the same time yeah definitely And I think a lot of what I feel like I want to explore is stuff that I have experienced in my own personal life that I just, I'm sure everybody in the audience also has experienced as people who love iPhones, iPads, Apple Watches, you know, technology in general, like deeper issues than just, um, should I buy the latest, you know, gadget, things like, uh, upgrades and FOMO, the fear of missing out like like broader themes uh like you know what would your device tell you if it could talk and and would it tell you to get off like don't be so addicted to your phone you know i i don't know just uh you know playing around with themes like how humans are like devices and you can download things you know uh i have some pretty wild and out there and crazy ideas that I think I can illustrate and, and just have fun with and you know who's been kind of an inspiration for this is uh, Kevin James When I was in college really liked king of queens. I would fall asleep with uh, the reruns Because i'd be on at like 10 or something and they'd play an hour You know two episodes and I just put it on and the tv was shut off after an hour put the timer on I uh, really liked that show at least the first part the, the last half or last quarter maybe of that show I don't know. It took a dark turn. They just, they weren't happy anymore. They were just fighting all the time. I didn't like it. But, but Kevin James, uh, he was funny there. Um, he's been funny in a few other places, but he created a YouTube channel and it was a total reinvention of who you would think Kevin James was. He's producing his short little films. Oftentimes they're like a minute and a half, just very short, you know, poignant, sometimes not funny, sometimes hilarious. And, uh, it's just interesting. It's like, Oh, he's not boxed in as a comedian. You know, he can do something that's a little more serious, a little more cinematic. Uh, It is a movie, but it's short. There's a story. There's a plot. Things happen. There's action sometimes. And most of all, I think he's just having fun. So that was kind of inspirational. I'll tell you what, you know, somebody a long time ago, I don't know if anybody remembers this guy. There was a guy named Ash Taylor, and he made some really creative tech content. And one day he just disappeared. Uh, He said, I want to do something else aside from just tech reviews i think he wanted to do more like feature film movie stuff i think i don't know um and he just disappeared from tech youtube uh, maybe he's out on youtube with some other projects or something somewhere else i have no idea but i used to just love when he would come out with a new video because they were so different and creative and outside the box and it had a hint of cinematic there, i still i'm working out the difference here like there, you can have a cinematic look without having you know, a story to tell without being a short film. And I don't just want to put a cinematic feel on like reviews. Like I was saying, I do want a story. But anyways, he kind of, I remember awakened me to the fact that you could do these really cool, creative, clever things. You don't have to just have a tech channel where you sit down in a chair or a table and talk about a a gadget. And again, I don't want you guys think, oh, Chris is getting excited. The channel is going to change. It's all, is going to blow up. No. Um, you know, all the old content that you're used to, it's, it's still going to be there. It's still going to be produced. I do still love doing that. I'm grateful to be able to do that. It's just that I do want to expand a little bit too, and maybe it will turn into something big and, and, you know, more permanent. And maybe it'll just be something that I just get out of my system. I really don't know. You know, we are purposefully creating a a room in the new place to be a studio space with better sound insulation, uh, with a, a really neat, Wood shiplap wall in the back, you know, and, and so yeah, that's going to be an amazing space to to bring the regular content to you guys. It's just I I feel like I don't want to be just contained in that one genre or container. I just have the desire to try something else, and that's what I'm going to do. Sometimes I think uh, the topics that I want to explore will be, you know very tech focused and sometimes they'll be more just like life focused but through a tech lens like i i envision tech almost being like a character whether it's a device or just tech in general or maybe social media like it almost being a character in the stories that i want to tell like people just acquiring things to show off and how temporary that is and and what could you better do with your time stuff we all are exposed to and deal with and see and experience and the questions that we all wrestle with, like, Oh, I see these people doing this. Is that what I need to be doing? Or should I be myself? All of that stuff. It's all fair game, I think. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's likely coming in the future. I sort of envision, um, maybe coming out with one of these short films, like once a month, you know, the regular content will continue to appear and drop on the channel week by week. And and you'll, it'll be there for you to enjoy and be useful. Hopefully, the ultimate goal is usually to pr- produce something that's useful rather than entertaining for the for the regular content I'm talking about. And then yeah, once a month. Uh, and so I'm thinking like it's gonna take me a week to maybe you know write a, a script and block out a story, then a week to shoot, a week to edit, and then a week to publish. There's a lot to go into that. And promote it, and maybe recharge a little bit before the next one. So we'll see. So I'm talking about maybe trying to do like 12 of these short films per year. Maybe that's what I'm going to try and see how that goes. And in the meantime, I already have a huge Notion document started that has a bunch of topics and and points and and you know some learning. I, that's what I'm keeping track of uh, a bunch of the learning that I'm having to do to potentially put this plan into motion and really you know, understand for myself, what, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I want to say? You know, uh, track all the creative ideas for shots and, and, uh, and delivery. Anyways, I'm excited about it. I I think you could probably tell, I I feel like I'm really passionate about it and we'll see what it turns into. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the iPad pro accessories video that I made this week. It was called iPad pro accessories. You have to see to believe (laughs) that was just the title that spilled out, you know, out of my brain. When it came to the thumbnail, I did kind of a real close-up this time, and you can see some uh, a few different apps in there, LumaFusion, Fairlight Pro, uh, Procreate, and then the Files app. It was really close-up on the dock, and then you can see a keyboard case, which was featured in the video, and I kind of debated. I I took some photos, and I stuck them in Lightroom, and I looked at them, and I kind of picked out two. One was this close-up, And one was a further away shot that kind of showed this whole keyboard case. I felt like that was kind of interesting to draw people in because you haven't really seen something like this that really makes the iPad look more like a laptop without being a bridge keyboard. So I'd settle on these two pictures. And like I do often, I just asked my wife, I was like, hey, which one do you like better? And she said the close up. I was going to go with the other one. She said the close up. And so that's what I went with. I I edited it just a little bit, you know, did the S curve bring the shadows down a little bit, push the highlights, give it some saturation. Boom, exported, uploaded, and the rest is history. Right now we're sitting at 78,000 views, almost 80,000 views after just a few days, couple days. And so, yeah, it was number one video out of the last 10. That was good. That feels good. It's been a while since I've done that. Um so, every now and then it's, it's like, uh, oh good, I can still do that. And so this video resonated with people. People like the iPad Pro apps and accessories videos. They're some of the most popular content on the channel. Um, But I got some interesting reactions. So the first two things were sort of novelty items. I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but one was uh, a stylus that's also a mouse. That was interesting. By the way, I have some extras. I need to do a giveaway. So maybe in the next video. I got like ten, nine or 10 extras that I can give away. So mm, I hope I remember. And then I did this keyboard case, which people have been asking me to review. And somebody, I got this crazy comment. Somebody was like, uh, why would you recommend this? You didn't even talk about uh, how the three-finger swipe doesn't work. You can only do two fingers, and, and the trackpad is kind of spotty, and And how could you recommend this? And I just told this person, I'm going to let somebody else correct you because uh, I don't understand that comment. The person wasn't paying attention because at the end of that segment, I, I definitely said, you know, I don't think I'm going to recommend this to you guys. I don't think I'm going to tell you guys to get it, something like that. It was very clear, like, you know, probably you asked me to review this, I probably would steer you, you know, away from it. Also, I very specifically mentioned uh, that the three fingers, you know, gesture didn't work to go home, for instance. That was very clear, I thought, in the video. And so sometimes, I don't know, it was like, sometimes people don't pay attention and then they make a comment and it's like, oh, didn't you watch or didn't you pay attention? You know, but anyways, just to clarify, I guess, uh, yeah, I I probably wouldn't recommend it, but it's still, it's something worth showing you guys, because I got so many people asking about it, um, wanting to know, is it worth getting or not? And I do think somebody out there may really like it. Some people have told me that they have the version without the trackpad and they like it, they're using it. I think they were a student, the, the last person I heard from you know, when it got them by, you know, you can, you can use it. Um, It's just not optimal. Other than that, the microphone that we tested, the Apogee mic plus people were pretty excited about. I'm excited about that. I think it sounded probably better than the Rode NTG2, which is my main mic that I use for videos. I'm talking on a Rode Procaster right now. I think that's probably the nicest sounding mic that I have, even though it's very power hungry and I really got to crank it up. Um, to actually hear myself on it the Rode NTG2 does a great 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 job for video stuff and I was pretty happy with it and then usually what I do is I've got this those are XLR mics I don't know if you guys know what that is it's just more of like a pro mic interface and I've got an XLR adapter on the Sony camera that I'm using that lets me uh, put two actually it has more than two inputs but only two XLRs so I have the Rode ntg Two going into there as the main mic when I'm doing a regular daily tech video. And then I've got another Sony mic that just came with this XLR adapter that I kind of have as the backup audio because too many times I've screwed myself by botching the audio and not having a backup. So I always record a second audio source now. And I was doing that video, I plugged in that Apogee mic and I was amazed when I heard it back especially with the comparison between the NTG2, which was, I don't know, just a foot and a half away maybe from my mouth, from my face, just out of the top of the frame of the video. So the Apogee was a little bit closer, but it's a rich, nice mic. I did misquote the price. I I said it was 160 bucks. I think it's really more like 230 or 260. I don't know. It's in the 200s though. I need a fact checker uh, when I edit. I was blown away my own self. I was like, wow, should I be recording the podcast with that thing? Because <laughs> that's some really high quality sound. So um, if you haven't heard the sound test, it's worth going and checking out that. That's towards the end of the video. But it really it blew even me away. You know, I thought it would just be demoing a nice mic that happened to work with I- iOS devices, whether it's your iPhone or your iPad. But it ended up sounding so nice to I me. Mean, everybody in the comments said they liked it better that I could uh, hear. And so, I mean, you don't have to be a podcaster to enjoy it. If you're a musician, if you're even on Zoom calls, which is sort of the, you know, context that I was presenting it in, it's just a really high quality mic. So anyways, you should go hear that if you haven't. And then, uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. I, I spent a little time typing on the keyboard for the keyboard test. So you could hear it mostly uh, talking about a story the story was you know kind of how daily tech got started um in a nutshell so there's there's some interesting stuff in there it's worth checking out but let's get into the apple watch six rumors shall we because it's been a while since we talked about the apple watch on the podcast i love the apple watch i have a lot of apple watches um i just gave somebody an apple watch the other day actually i shouldn't say that on here because people are gonna be like what and I don't need any more requests for giveaways. It was a, it was a relative though. But the Apple Watch is one of those things I, I wouldn't want to be without. Something weird happened with this version of the Apple Watch. I don't know if you guys know this. I have an LTE Apple Watch, but uh, we had a sponsor who wanted to do an Apple Watch video when this one came out, the Series Five. And so what we did was we were like, okay, well, you get, you can do it, but we want you guys to buy it and ship it over so that we didn't, that didn't have to be an expense out of our pocket, you know? And they agreed and they sent it. And, but what they did was they sent me a German version. And so it was a German LTE watch. It's the watch that's on my wrist right now. It is LTE, but because it's a German watch, I can't use the LTE over here in the United States. And it does get annoying. Like there are times when I go to make a reminder with Siri or something, I'm out on a walk and I left my devices you know my phone everything at home except for the apple watch which is the way that i like to do it sometimes and i can't use siri or the internet and it's it is very frustrating that's going to get fixed this next year but <laughs> anyways that uh that has been a weird situation with apple watch the one that you guys have been seeing in recent videos so uh really when i talk about the lte i'm having to just reference my old apple watch lte experience um, but the series 6 i'm personally excited. I would love for it to look different. I don't think it's probably going to look that different, but I am excited about some of the features that I've been hearing about. It sounds like it could be out released sometime in September just with a press release. So that tells me right there, if that is what happens, this isn't a huge major update. There's probably a few interesting, nice little features, but it's not going to be an enormous Apple Watch update. That said, I think one of the most interesting rumors that I've heard so far, personally, for me, is has to do with the materials. It's rumored that there might be a cheaper Apple Watches here, like a budget version, kind of the iPhone SE of Apple Watches, Apple Watch SE, let's say. And one of the ways that they might make that a little bit cheaper is to have a plastic case. like a, a Instead of the nice metal, aluminum, or stainless steel, you could just get a plastic version. Do I like that or don't I? I don't know. Do you guys remember however many models ago was the iPhone 5C or something? It was, it was plastic and, you know, it was bright green, blue. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to get different colors? People are saying maybe. I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I kind of like the idea of a colorful shell for the Apple Watch, to be honest. I really like the white of the ceramic that I still have. You guys know that story probably if you've been around long enough. I, I tried to send that one back to uh, turn that into some money to to buy some extra Apple Watches because the ceramic was like the expensive version that one year. And it was white and it was amazing and it was expensive. And Apple wouldn't take it back. They weren't interested in recycling that ceramic. So I still have it. It's still sitting around. I guess it's just going in my Apple Museum. But I do like the white. So I don't know if that's the only way to get a white you know, Apple watch again, because it's plastic. I might like that. And, and I assume that would be nice and light, you know, probably would be, you know, uh, you know, the stainless steel, like that is heavier on the wrist and not in a bad way. Sometimes I do like the heft that comes with more premium material. You know, the iPhone 11 pro it's a little phone, but it's kind of heavy, you know, because of the materials. And I kind of like that. So the stainless steel is heavier on your wrist, but, but it's kind of nice in a way. Let's you know it's there. So yeah, I mean, you know, plastic could be cool. <laughs> the thing about the plastic Apple watches too, there may be reasons to get that. If, if it indeed this does come out, but a cheaper Apple watch over a more expensive one, you know, if you don't like to wear a case, but yet you don't want to worry too much about having to replace a more expensive Apple watch. I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I got a nice big scratch in the face of my Apple watch. I don't know, a month ago or something. And it drives me nuts. Every time I look at the time, every time I interact with it, I notice it, I hate it. And yet I'm not willing to put a bulky case or a screen protector on my Apple Watch. I don't want that. I want it, the nice naked Apple Watch. That's the way it should be. And unfortunately, I've, I've been having to deal with the consequence of that decision, but but it's not unfortunate. I've Still, I'd rather have it with this dent, with this scratch, than to have a bulky case on it. I just would. Everybody's different. Um, This one with the LTE and, and the material... It's still, it would cost a decent chunk of change to replace it. But if you come in, you know, the Apple Watch right now has been starting at 399 I believe, right? So if you come in under that price and something happens to it, then it's not as big of a deal if you need to replace it. If you do a lot of work, if you're working, you know, around metal stuff, that's where I, I think I hit it on a doorknob. I don't even remember how that happened, but I think that's what got it for me. And in the past, I have scratched you know the casing of my Apple Watch before. One time, I did it on the treadmill, just walking on the treadmill. I hate it when stuff like that happens because that's the kind of thing that doesn't have to happen, but you can't take it back. But why did it happen? But then you're furious. But it's like ah, something else that people have been talking about is maybe the new generation of Apple Watch could introduce a micro LED display instead of the OLED that we've all come to know. And you know. OLED is cool because it can turn off those black pixels. We all probably know about that at this point, which can save power. It can lead to better contrast. You get those deeper blacks, like true black. LG is always advertising this for the OLED displays because the pixels actually turn off. They're not just dimmed. They're off when it's black. Uh, but if you switch to micro LED, you could have some you know, very minimum sacrifices to the contrast but what you could gain is some extra energy savings. And I think when it comes to Apple Watch, that's a trade-off that people are probably wanting to make. No one's going to notice the difference in the screen, I'm sure. But everybody wants the Apple Watch to have a longer battery life. So that being the case, I think that makes a lot of sense to bring that micro LED. And honestly, bring it on. That'd be great. Most of the time, I do get through the day with you know full battery. But the other day, I was in power save mode on a regular old day. And yeah, your battery does you know, wear down over time. It's been less than a year since I bought this. Well, since the German company bought it for me, but it's like, Oh no, I'm not ready for this to run out because something that I'm seriously, Oh, 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 we're going to get to this in the next. I I just created a new topic for the podcast. We're going to get to this next. Uh, but it has to do with my nighttime routine after 5 PM. I hope I remember. We'll see if I do. But I was going to say I rely on my Apple Watch more after 5 because I, I'm going to try to make a conscious effort to be on my phone less after 5 p.m. So that's not really going to work for me if it's going into power save mode during that time because that's my, you know, link to the world then, to text messaging, to phone calls, you know, with AirPods. So I need that battery life. So, so micro LED, I'm all for it. The thing is, though, that could be coming in the future. That may not come to the Series 6. That could be something that waits a year. I don't know. I think one of the things... You know, Apple's always having to file stuff with with regulators ahead of time, and that often tips off, you know, people who are looking for it, the rumor hawks to potential things. It looks like we might get some variations in batteries. Like, there was a couple models that had smaller batteries, and I think there was one model that had a bigger battery that got filed. So whether that is true whether it lives the lot of day I don't know that'd be interesting though if that was one thing that distinguished uh you know your your pricing tiers is could you just buy one that had a bigger battery in it and again you don't you can't just take that at face value because sometimes Apple has a track record I feel like of keeping the battery at about where they think it is is more or less optimal in terms of pricing in terms of you know customer satisfaction at least something that people can really live with without complaining too much, once they reach that level in a device, they'll often like keep it there. So if the battery increases, it doesn't mean necessarily you're going to get more battery life. It may be because there's another feature that's going to be more battery hungry, and they kind of zero each other out, the new feature and the bigger battery. That's a possibility. I don't know. Of course, there's going to be some kind of new health thing. We've already heard uh, it could have a better ECG feature. We've already heard for a long time people talking about being able to detect blood oxygen levels, which is kind of cool, right? That's cool. I, I like the health stuff. The thing I like about the health, I'll say it again with the Apple watch is that it's on autopilot. It's not a feature where I'm going to go in and start this measurement and let it proactively you know, measure me. I, I want it to do that when I'm not thinking about it. And if there's a problem, alert me. That's great. I like the Apple watch uh, for health stuff for that reason right there. It's like insurance, is preventative without work on my end the blood oxygen level detection that's that is pretty significant and cool i think and i think the hardware has been there for a while it's just not being used right now maybe there's got to be some reason for it uh but apple could just unlock that i guess any any day now you know <laughs> that is a software thing that that arrived now officially made a whole video about it i i Haven't I fall I fell off the bandwagon. I was really track tracking my sleep. I don't know why I quit. I guess thinking back, I just sort of uh forgot to to do it. You know, like it's not uncomfortable. I'll say again, wearing the watch to bed for me, I really don't mind it being there. I'm used to it during the day. I'm used to it at night too. You know, it's not really a big deal. It's I guess it you know part of it is the battery stuff. I see my phone telling me, hey, your watch is charged enough. Um, you can put it back on. But when I go to bed i you know my routine i got a triple charger set the phone down let the airpods charge and i undo the wrist wrap and put the watch on and let it charge and i forget about it i guess it's just down to habit and routine probably so for me i don't know it's something i would use it's just uh i guess remembering and carrying maybe that speaks to the the feature set maybe the sleep tracking hasn't felt compelling enough for me to continue to do that or to consciously alter my habits enough to integrate it into my nightly routine. I don't know. A lot of people were really disappointed and when I made the video and talked about it. A lot of people felt like it doesn't do enough and it doesn't do as much as other things. And I was like, hey, I understand this approach. Apple is thinking like this is all the info that you need. They don't want to overcomplicate it. But for whatever reason, I'm not still using it. I haven't been for a couple of weeks. There's an interesting rumor floating around out there that said, I think this is just on Twitter. um, There's a couple accounts that, uh, that like to leak some things. I don't know how reliable this rumor is, but some people were saying, you know, maybe the new Apple Watch could almost help track you know, mental health by way of helping to track anxiety by trying to measure your heart rate and interactivity. And I don't know what to, to say about that. Uh, I'm sure there are people out there who might appreciate that if it worked better than the hand-washing feature. The hand-washing feature is kind of getting on my nerves lately. We went on a walk the other day And there's this nice guy in the neighborhood around here, uh, who has like a little stand and he does it. He has a garden. He puts out this table with free veggies and I picked up something, you know, like a squash or something, I don't know what it was. And I was kind of carrying it around like a football on the way back. And I don't know, five or six times on the way back when I'm tossing around my Apple watch thought that I was washing my hands and that, that countdown timer started and there was no water there's no squishing sounds right because it's supposed to detect the squishy sounds from the soap and the water and It was just the motion of tossing that thing around hmm uh yeah not every feature works as it should i guess and i i think i'm still running the beta on that obviously so maybe that'll get improved still but you just gotta be careful you know you can release a feature But is it ready to be released? And is it actually useful? Does it do what it's supposed to? So if the hand-washing thing is duped that easily, how well will some of these other features work? And maybe that's why Apple hasn't turned certain features on yet, even though the hardware's there. That could be. Apple is definitely getting into the fitness uh, space more and more. Health and fitness, major huge pushes for the Apple Watch. They always have been, really, in recent years. Which I guess kind of leads me into the other thing I I saw in the news recently that I want to talk about. You guys know we're moving, looking at getting some new exercise stuff. Don't need to rehash that. I thought about getting a Peloton and then I sort of stepped away from it because it would be nice to have a treadmill, maybe an elliptical, maybe, and have those to alternate with and or to, to be able to exercise at the same time, my wife and I, maybe while we watch something or do something. And with the Peloton, if you have that subscription, it's like, well, you know, you can't just casually bike on there. Really? Can you? Maybe you can. I don't know. It just seems like that is its own thing you have to kind of dedicate to. And maybe that's the kind of thing you could do in the morning and do something else at night. I don't know. I saw that Peloton might be coming out with a new bike as early as next week, like the Bike Plus, I think it might be called. Everything is plus these days, which may have Apple Watch integration baked right in. There's this new thing, Apple's coming out with Gym Kid Express. It's one of their new platforms. I I wish everything already integrated with the Apple Watch like this. Because you guys know you've heard that saying, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, to hear it, you know, did it really fall? If nobody realizes that it happened, did it happen? Well, I kind of feel like the same thing with with exercise stuff. You know, it's great if the machine tracks it, but if it just forgets about that workout, you know, when the when the workouts done i feel like a lot of workout equipment is so dumb still it's from the the 80s the 90s still then what's the point you know yeah I, I tracked it and i saw it and watched myself go around the little track or saw the calories burnt you know but then the machine just resets and you know what's the point you can integrate with an app too you know and mm, that's great i i I want the Apple watch integration. If I'm gonna do something, I really want the Apple watch integration. So this is really exciting to me. And it's cool with Peloton. I know they have some built-in tools and stuff to track stuff that's great, but I want stuff to live in one place in my Apple uh, health and and fitness apps on my phone automatically. So I'm gonna keep a a close eye out on that over the next week and see how that alters my potential plans. Okay, I do remember that I said I was gonna add a segment and here it goes. so I'm I'm playing around with this and this could become the subject of my first short film. I don't know, but, but spending too much time with my smartphone, I I spend way too much time on my phone. If I wasn't a tech reviewer, I'd spend a lot of time on it anyways, because it's a phone it's made to be sticky. It's made to draw you in. I can't tell you how many times I pop open Twitter, pop open Instagram just to see what's new. Even though I've been in there a million times already that day, I don't need to look. But it's just there to look at. And I don't like that. And I don't like the idea of spending too much time with, I'm going to put it this way, my dumb smartphone. You know, it's just a phone. I need to be spending more time with people, you know, that matter with the family and stuff. So I have this new thing. It's not like I don't, I don't just totally neglect my family or anything. It's not like that. But at the same time, I want to make a conscious effort to, after five, after the workday ends, just put the phone away. And so along those lines, the Apple Watch is going to be very important for this, for me, because if I have that, if I have AirPods, I can text people, I can be texted, I can call people, I can be called. So I can still communicate. That's important. I'm still connected technically with the outside world, but there's no social media. There's no news. There's no distractions. There's no pointless distractions. One of the things that I'm going to do is uh, get a Kindle, an Oasis which is weird for me because it's not new. It's been out, Kindle's forever. Never had one. I had an old Sony e-reader a long time ago, which I never actually really used, but I want to spend my time a little bit more productively. So if I'm going to be on a gadget at night, it's going to be that Kindle is the thinking, is the idea. Because I want to do a lot of reading, but you know, lately I've been doing a lot of gaming and you know, been there, done that is really what describes the gaming thing, but you keep doing it because it's just, it's something to do. But I don't want just something to do. I want to actually learn and improve and, and expand my mind. There are books that I want to read, you know, it's just easier and it's turned into a habit to just reach into the pocket and get the phone out and play. So yes, my, my every night carry instead of my everyday carry is probably going to turn into my Apple Watch, my AirPods and a Kindle. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know yet. You know, maybe I'm just going to – here's the thing. People are like, well, I, I posted about this on Twitter a long time ago, um, you know, thinking about getting a Kindle. Should I do that? And a lot of people were like, well, just use your iPad. Well, no, I don't want to just use my iPad. Slash. I, I can't do that because there's too many distractions bundled with it. I, I'm fine using Apple Books. You know, the app is a fine experience. It's good. The problem is there's other things there. It's too easy to just switch into uh you know checking out the news, scrolling through social media. Oh, I can play a game on the iPad mini, you know. Yeah, yeah, that just doesn't work for me. Well, I don't want I don't want that. You know, I don't even want that to be an option. So, I don't know, will I charge my phone in a different room at night? Maybe. I'm pretty serious about it. Like I want to have you know some clear-cut times um, when keep said one thing, when you don't have your phone, you don't have your camera. And so that's going to be a tricky if there's, you know, stuff that I want to capture. I don't know. I'm working it all out, but, but I'm really thinking about it and I want to be thoughtful about it. And that probably likely, um, may become the subject of one of my first short films. So see, that's what I'm talking about. Um, there are real things to talk about and things from a personal level that I think I have something to say about that could be beneficial to people. And if not beneficial, then at least interesting. All right, that's where I'm going to wrap it up this week. I think that was an interesting episode, Um, hopefully. Don't forget, you guys, go check out the Discord server. It's new. It's there. It's fresh. It's waiting for you, and you guys are the first ones to know about it. I know I mentioned it a podcast or two ago, and people have been asking about it. Well, now's the time. So check out that link, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode or video or on social media, wherever we end up catching up. Or Discord, right? All right, later. Welcome to the other party
0: at the vibe. Where well, you know we getting it come alive. And you know we got a light so we going to shine. And we talking to the fans at the time yeah. Welcome to the other party at the vibe. Where well, you know we getting it come alive. And you know we got a light so we going to shine. And we talking to the fans at the time yeah. And so, 12 giving you the heat. do reviews review some crease, you gotta see. Daily Tech got the facts that you need. And it's a whole crew, you gotta meet. After party, is the place you gotta be. And you can't really be the cutscene. Trying to give you unbiased critiques. Quality, you should take it from me. Cause we care about our customers Pull up a seat, got a whole team Giving you the best and do it by any means Brand new Mac and know it's looking clean It's the after party, live from the models Wanna cop something, shouldn't be a doubt about it Looking for great reviews, then you found it Connecting with the fans, hope you get a lot out of it Yo. Welcome to the other party out of vibe Well you know we getting little come alive so we gon' shine. And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah. Welcome to the other party, got that vibe. Well, you know we getting let it come alive. And you know we got that light, so we gon' shine. And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah.